Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. Here we are, we've got some tunes blaring in the background. We are relaxing, we are reflecting, that's what we're doing. Let me crank that down a little bit, get, let's get this set, let's get the ambient areas set. We know the protocol now, we know I'm a man, I've no mystery. <laughs> I've got a routine, I go with it, we set it up, that's how I start. And then of course, my tagline it seems to be, how the devil are you? How the devil are you? Anyway, how the devil are you? I hope you're okay. I mean, I'm talking to you in an absolute abundance. It seems to be, I spoke to you uh, Reflection Monday, Tuesday, and now we're here on Wednesday. We're back at it again. Um, I think it's an important, the reason I'm, I'm jumping on today, um, it's an important process for me, and I think that I enjoy this platform, um, and I enjoy talking, and it helps me process, I suppose. Um, you know, and it's it's a painful it's been a painful day i'm not gonna lie to you um i don't expect anyone to know remember or even think about this you know but um it, it was a year ago today so um, it's been a bit of a, a difficult day for me to be honest it's been a lot of a lot of anger um i've tried to suppress it um and then you know basically try to manage it how do you do that and then i've had a couple of curveballs come at me today and i suppose the reason i'm jumping on today um you know is to try and ex explain this that you know we don't know what goes on behind closed doors um, and it's very easy I can I've put on a perception a persona to everybody I've been organizing fucking the birthday I've been having a good time you know or, or looking like I'm having a good time I've managed to wear that mask with pride today um, because it's been a very difficult day and it's really the build it's almost like you know you get that fucking spot on the back and you've got that big fucking yellow head you touch it explosion and that's the only way i can describe it that's where i'm at today i'm at that point where this is the pinnacle of my stress for the last couple of months i knew this day was coming i don't know how i suppose and i'll get to the point of what what i mean by that if you don't have already grasped that um but yeah i suppose it's just one of those things it's it builds up and then you kind of you don't know how to deal with it on the day and yeah anyway so you know to, to let you know obviously it was a year ago today that the um the the dignity was um, ripped and torn from my eldest daughter, and uh, and I still haven't even got even an, uh, an ounce of um, any inkling that is even CPS are going to accept it. And it's a year, you know, this fucking kid's been walking around, and you know, I've been paying therapy and trying to sort my family out and basically make a fucking completely fresh start. And I have buried it. I have absolutely buried it. The wrong thing to do. But the reason I, uh, you know, I haven't buried it fully is because here I am talking to you. But and why talking to you about this? It's because I suppose you don't know what's going on. I'm trying to be a fully functioning fucking adult. I'm trying to sail my way through life. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to organise. I'm trying to make people happy as much as I can. But inside there can be an, there can be that fucking element of things just fucking tearing you up, you know. And I know I've been angry, angry and bitter. Um, of recent and I don't know why I don't really expect people it's, it's it's a bit of a weird feeling I suppose when you're quite open and honest but you know I suppose the hard bit for me is no one's ever really asked and I suppose it's how is that because they're scared to ask we don't want to drag, drag it up and the reason I say it's difficult is because my mum actually came up and she said James you know and she's probably the only person that has come up to me and said which is why I've acknowledged it can be quite difficult and my mum was like you're not spoke about it and I was like 
yeah, I don't want to. I, don't, I, I want to just know what's happening, you know, and uh, and and I want the fucking police to do their thing, so I don't have to do my thing, you know. And it's kind of like, but that goes on in the background. And Mama said, well, well, you know, you can talk when you want. And she said, no one's asking you, James, because. And my mum, blunt, she's she's very much like me. Says it as it fucking is, you know. Wears a heart on the sleeve to, to you know, it's uh, just as much as me, if anything. That's where I get at my traits from. Um, but yeah, she's, you know, she told me, she said, I think, you know, people don't, people want to talk about it, but that you're not ready. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm genuinely not ready to talk about this, but I'm trying to acknowledge it. And today was that day. It's been the build up the last couple of weeks. People think that I'm stressed out from work and all this and life. No, I'm, I am stressed out about work. But the reason work's stressed out is because of what's going on behind closed doors. Closed doors is trying to rebuild a fucking family of of true devastation and I don't still don't know how to deal with that you know and I've spoke to friends and some of my friends have gone you know can't fucking believe you know and a lot I can't believe you've not done anything about it. I fucking hope you killed him I was like well n but what does that get you know I'm 40 fucking one what does it get to kill this fucking kid that's done this to my daughter when I got to go through this justice system so there's a there's an element of you know people say I'm a fucking Larry guy a bit loud and proud and actual fact I think I've done pretty well in in the circumstances that happen in from what's happened to me to my beautiful fucking eldest daughter um that has been you know taken from her but ripped her fucking dignity and fucking basically and i'll say it as it is because that's the anger in me but fucking raped by a fucking 15 year old boy that's the fucking bitterness that's the truth of what goes on behind closed doors sometimes you can never judge a book by its cover for that exact reason you don't know what people are going through and just by saying that word i can feel the fucking rage and i'm not a fucking small guy and that's the thing that scares me is i'm a fucking you know and i don't want it like right now i if you could probably look at my eyelids my eyes you would see they are fucking black i can feel the tension in every single muscle in my body right now and that's genuinely i fucking i want to literally rip skin off because i want that redemption for my daughter that's the anger the emotion inside of me right now is building because i am angry but there is no middle ground for me it's not a case of i either forgive and forget and just fucking ignore it or i go batshit fucking crazy there's no middle ground so i want to avoid that because if i get to a situation where i'm in that fucking like that that anger ball as I just calm down, I just need to fucking take a br quick breather there, because that was pure rage. Um, that was a massive, massive adrenaline then. Um, and I thrive on that, so that's the scary thing as well. I do thrive on that. And But yeah, I, you know, for me, that's the point of... And, and just listening to myself there, actually, and how I've calmed down, that's because I'm trying to, I'm trying to reflect on these things. I'm trying to make a difference because I don't want to react like that. There will be a day where I think I'm going to have to react like that. I, I've got the, the, the most amount of f fucking trust and hope and um, everything, every inch of my um, future is lying on the reliance that the police are going to do what they need to fucking do to, to get this nipped in the butt. Because I know this boy has, has attempted it again three or four times. But these girls won't come forward because they're too young. So we're challenging that. We're taking it forward. So for me, um, 
you know, I know that this is this, is, and I, I've got to be really careful what I say because I shouldn't say that. But that's the, the these are this is a problem. I don't know any of the details, so I'm. This is just rumors you hear. So again, I'm not gonna. I can't be slanderous in any way, shape, or form. They are rumors, and that's the anger in me is because I'm. You know, I I've seen the other side. I've seen the devastation side from a family point of view. So I'm in a hundred percent defense of my daughter. The other stuff I can't, I can only speculate, and I, and again, I'm, and and from a from a public point of view, I retract that in, in actual fact, because you can't, you can't, you, there's nothing you want to get out of speculation. So, absolutely, it, it frustrates me because rumors and everything they can be slanderous and they can be devastating to the wrong people. So I'm going to retract that element. But however, I'm not going to reduce my or, or retract my anger towards my daughter. So it's a very difficult thing as a father. Anyway, just like I, I re, re, um, recuperate, you know, sort of not recuperate, uh, re, re sort myself out, fuck's sake. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, but basically that's it. That's, and I've been that born and I've been in a, a bit of a fucking weird place for a few weeks. And it's really weird, but people think there's other symptoms. Oh, I must be something else, James. No, I'm just genuinely a fucking angry guy at the moment because of what's gone on in the background. Uh, and that's not gone away. You know, it's not like, you know, this is, I'm living with this fucker daily. I'm, I'm you know, I'm absolutely, you know, how do you look at your daughter and just not every single morning like I do when I see my beautiful fucking daughter's face and I go, fuck, she is absolutely amazing. I love her to bits. She is, you know, the fruit of my loins is the old, or the old saying. She's, she is literally my firstborn daughter. I love her. I love them all equally. I've got three daughters. Yes, they fucking ruin me internally because of uh, the way they can just rip my heart out sometimes because they're girls. But how do you look at your daughter every single day and know that somebody has defiled her? in the manner and, and what I know has happened and what this fucking boy did. It's horrific, and there'll probably, maybe there'll be a day where I'll tell you. Um, I don't know. That's very, very, very intimate public knowledge. That would be that would be horrendous, I think. But I live with that daily. That's all I can say to you is I live with that daily, that this boy has done this. So anyway, um, that's been going on, and that was today. That was the annual point today. So it's it's the one year anniversary, and I and I I kind of suppressed it a little bit, and I noticed that I have you know, and this is the different the problem with mental health is you can try and succeed, you can try and be happy, you can try and do everything you fucking can, but in sometimes there is things going on in the background that you don't know about, or even that you may know about. How do you approach that? This is a traumatic experience. How do you manage that? And I think for me, the way I manage is I, I talk to a speaker because I, I don't know anybody from Adam on the other end of this. Well, I do. I know a couple. Um, but I don't know anyone else on the end of that fucking mic. So for me, it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm just talking to fucking, I'm just talking out loud. That's what it feels like to me. So I get to process it you know if there's tips and tricks and stuff and helps and i suppose you know awareness is the thing i'm trying to raise that awareness that never judge a book by its cover you know there is things going on in the background but i've had that i've had a colleague unfortunately you know we i'm trying to pull away from work and, and i get pulled in from a colleague because that you know you, you talk about work and i pulled myself into work and i was like you're trying to be supposed to be taking a fucking break here james 
and and this is the problem with WhatsApp groups. Um, you know, on if you've got a WhatsApp group on your fucking personal phone, you're fucking screwed, aren't you? Because it just never goes away. So um, it, it's a I'm gonna have to change to my fucking work one or something because it was pinging and I was like, ah, oh, fucking hell, and I started getting stuck in. But that affects my mental health. I'm supposed to be pulling away from this to try and get manage myself. And yeah, it, it's a constant battle. It really is. And this is sometimes why I say, you know, life is shit at sometimes. Um, and what we try and do is we try and get the support we can. We try and nurture those people around us. And we try and get people to hopefully understand us, support us and, and guide us um, as much as we can. Hold on, I've just changed this fucking song. I have no idea what that was. It was fucking killing me. And, I, and I've got noise cancelling headphones on and I can only hear a dull tone in the background. I thought, fucking hell. Jesus, James, that's the wrong fucking, that's the wrong fucking music for this. Anyway, so, yeah, there's been a fucking bastard of a day, I'm not going to lie to you. So my, and then my daughter came up to me, and she'd just come back from work, and I was like, hi, darling, how are you? And, uh, you know, she she said, I'm okay, I'm doing okay. And uh, I said, oh, you know, how was your day? She was, yeah, so I've been a bit sad, obviously, because, you know, it's one year today, and that's the bit that hit me in the face. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I said, well, try not to think about it, darling. You know, we, we're doing everything we can. Um, and she was like, well, it's hard not to. And I was like, fuck. And I don't, this is the traumatic bit. This is the reason why I'm talking up is because not only is there stuff going along in the background with like regards to just functioning through life and trying to manage life and try and do what you can to survive life, but make it as fucking positive as you can. You know, on the on the face, you're, you're battling stuff that you don't know, um, and you're battling stuff. You know, there's all sorts of stuff. I, I'm battling my weight at the moment. I'm battling for like some people, a lot of people are. You know, I'm I'm battling my mood swings. I'm battling my own fucking PTSD and ADHD. I'm battling the fucking mental health of my daughter, which has also traumatized my middle daughter because she was um, part of the whole. You know talking about it at the start i'm trying to mask my third daughter from it in, and trying to support my wife who's naturally going through these problems and she's been stressed out massively you know so it's a fucking crazy world you know you're trying to think fucking hell and that's why and, and i'm trying to function and work at a fucking 110 percent all the time it's crazy shit but that's just the reality of what can be going on in the background um and it, I'll be honest, I'm exhausted talking about that, to be honest, and that's, but that's the reality of what goes on, and then the daughter comes up and checks you a curveball, saying, you know, um, you know, I say, well, you know, to try not to think about it, I, I'm not trained in this, I don't know what to say to a daughter, apart from, you know, fucking, I'll do, you know, I'm here, and that's all you can do, I suppose, but she just had that look, and I was like, fucking, it's that killer look, it's that, like, I'm just fucking hurting, and I, and I was like, I don't know how to make it better. I don't know what to do with this because the only thing I know how to make this better is like literally if I go up and just, you know, kick fuck out of him or do whatever, you know, will that make you better? I don't know. Anyway, so, you know, it's a bit of a fucking weird one. So anyway, so, so I was dealing with that. I was dealing with that. And then um, anyway, so after work, I... Um, Oh, sorry, after my relaxing, I went to take our car again. Another thing we have to worry about is fucking car and the expense of that. And the, there was a fracture in the spring. And you don't expect that as a 225 pounder. And I'm not moaning about the money, but I'm just saying these are constant stresses that you're just trying to 
battle on as well as your own fucking health you know this is the reality of life i think and it's very easy to sit there and go you know i see a lot of people on platforms saying don't stress mate well it's easy to say don't stress mate you're you've got fucking thousands and thousands in the bank you know we're all trying to make our bit don't tell people not to stress because we're all trying so just try and support people um and i find that a lot on platforms and um you know it's, it's raising awareness that we all go through this fucking shit time and so anyway we were driving along we dropped the car off and um i'm just gonna take a sip i've got a nice um strawberries and lime um recorder leg takes me back to fucking years ago it's an absolute fucking peach delight but it's not it's strawberries and lime so um yeah so and and then i dropped the i dropped the car off and um you know and i was um came back through and i thought i need to go to tesco's i don't know what to do it's my i just like literally pulled out the best ideas I got, I was like, okay, get her some flowers, I'll get her some chocolate, and I'll get her a cider, and I was like, so I came in, and I like, said here to my daughter, you know, here's a, I've got you some flowers, um, and I borrow your favourite chocolate, and I got you a, a nice cider to sit down, relax, and, and then I sat there, and I just said, I said, all, all I said to her was, I looked at her, and I said, sit up, I said, there's only one guarantee that I'll ever have in life, and, and that, that guarantee is, no matter what, I will always protect my loved ones i will always do that that's that's a hundred percent guarantee and and i'm not saying that to be big-headed genuinely if you're in my my fucking circle of trust so to speak and, my, and i genuinely value you and i would take a fucking bullet you know and, and, and that's the truth i i do i i fucking friendship hard i do I'm, I'm all in and i said that to my daughter i said there's there's one thing that i've always guaranteed that i'll always protect you is what i said to her um and obviously there's, that does go further afield as i just described but i wanted to make the impact for her because she was the, the the focus of my attention and and she looked at me and she just smiled and and i said and i said there's another guarantee i said and i never thought it was a guarantee i would ever say but i know it's going to be a guarantee i said i will guarantee you um i will give you your redemption that's what i said to her so i said in, in whatever form that may be i don't know that that's what i'm hoping um it's not going to involve but i said that to her that you know that that's i will do that that's my that's my sole focus that's my two guarantees now in life the rest of it i'll never know never no guarantee um I'm even going to fucking walk tomorrow. You never know. But I said, oh, they're, they're two guarantees. They're two guarantees. So, um, yeah. So, you know, that, and that's, a, that's a difficult day. And like I said, I wasn't going to do a podcast. But I know that by, like I said, this to me is a platform of just talking. All I'm looking at now is my, the, the, the two walls of my of my little podcast area in my bar and uh, and that's all i do i'm just talking really i'm not i'm not envisioning anyone actually specifically listening so for me it's like a, almost like a i think if i did this in reality without a mic in front of me i would definitely be um wrapped up in a fucking um in a straight jacket in, in the loony bin i'm not gonna fucking lie to you um i would be there because they'd be like that's pretty much this is a modern day loony bin this is this is this is the the journey to the loony bin if you, if i did this on the streets people would be like this guy's fucking crazy well, there's no difference to what I'm doing now. However, there is an element of non-craziness attached to it. There's obviously the awareness and uh, and the and you know the rehabilitation, the maturity, I suppose is, and that's a really good word I've enjoyed recently is maturing. And 
I honestly never thought I'd fucking mature. I mean, yes, I, you know, when the fucking boys get together, we are going to be the most immature fuckers going. Do you know what I mean? I know that. You know, if if if, if someone that evening doesn't run around my estate naked, um, I will be surprised. So we'll see how that fucking rolls. But that's the way anticipated. We're going to get a bit fucking loose, fast and loose. Um, not in the sexual sense, okay? Calm fucking down. Put it away. It's raw. I told you. For fuck's sake. Um, so yeah, so that's hopefully what's going to happen. It's going to be a good time. But there's an element of maturity. And like I said, you know, you've got to manage these things. Like the rage that I, I presented to you, you know, and I tried to give you an element of how that felt. But if you could feel my muscles in my, and I don't mean it from a big-headed point of view, but if you could, if you could have felt the muscle in my arm... I felt every single tendon that was ready. You know, my my shoulder muscles, my neck muscles, fucking everything, my leg muscles, everything was taut. And I was like, that was a scary moment because I could actually feel my pupils, my the, the get becoming that that rage I get, and I could feel it, and I managed to control it, which is a a, a fucking huge sign. I'm not going to lie to you, um, because that to me is you know. That to me is where I don't want to ever go with this this feeling, this this emotion. So I'm trying to manage it. I'm trying to take that time out. I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to take nurture friends, have things to look forward to. You know those sorts of things. And and I think that that's the importance of maturity. That's the importance of where I was 18 months ago, where I was two and a half years ago. You know when I was. I was on that brink of, you know, well, I, I did. I've attempted suicide. So you think about where you've come from and where you can get to with some fucking hard work. And, excuse me, that damn recorder league cider. Other ciders are available. I have to say that. I don't know why, because I think I've watched it on TV and I think I've just got to say it because I don't want to get, I don't know, it's a world we live in where we're constantly on the fucking, we're constantly on the, I'm going to digress actually into a little, so I was, so I did a, um, something a bit, uh, trying to lighten the, the mood, but there was, I was on a, uh, a webinar and it was a fucking, uh, do you know what? I will tell you about this story because it's quite fucking disheartening. Again, it was a bit of a shit. And this is more shit that you have to deal with. So I'm holding a webinar for my organisation. A friendly, fun, low-key thing. Just to educate people. And people just come along. I just wanted to bombburst you with some knowledge. You know, this is how we do it. Asbestos management. A bit boring, I know. But I tried to make it jovial. Kept it real light-hearted. And then these two fucking people in my organisation just fucking tore it apart. And I was like, for fuck's sake. But anyway, so... And that was a negative thing I was dealing with last week. So and also I was on that sort of kind of podcasty thing. And um, sorry, not podcast. I was doing that sort of webinar. And yeah, it was kind of I've thrown my I've thrown my thought off massively there because I was getting angry. I was getting angry with the webinar. But I was thinking it's like I was, and I was sat there and I was like trying to just help. But then again, I suppose the focus point of that was I was doing a webinar trying to help people, and I got berated. And the way I left that was absolutely horrendous. I felt like shit. I was like, fuck, I'm trying to just help people here. This isn't even my job. This is like me going above and beyond. And you've made me feel shit. And I sat there and I went. I can't, you know, and that's the another disheartening bit about that sometimes you go into work, your best intentions are to help, but people just are hell-bent on breaking you down and just making you feel shit. You're like, motherfuckers, I'm going to fucking clack you. Um, anyway, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I was digressing there massively anyway, so I'm going to pull myself back in. But yeah, so that's the importance, I suppose, of understanding um, what's going on. That's where I'm going to get back to. Um, it, it, there's, there's, there's loads of things going on in the background. There really is. And I suppose you never really kind of you can never really appreciate 
what's going on in the background and i suppose that the reason i like talking out here is because it's trying to raise awareness that you know i mean, I, I think i'm just I, i'm genuinely i think i'm a nice guy and i'm not being big edit i genuinely just want i want good things for people because i've been in the dark places like i said um where i've come from you know where i've had three suicide attempts um and then you go to places and you know people want to treat you like shit um you know and they, they constantly challenge you and, and they don't know what you're going through on the so i i actively try to be nice i've given rewards to people and and they, you know i've i've trying to upskill people above what i need to do to try and make their life easier and i and i and for me that's because i know where i've been i know the demons that i've fought i know i've been sat on the side of a fucking hill just going fuck is the point in this world i don't understand it and this is why i'm trying to develop and trying to you know this is why i suppose i get so fucking broken down when people treat you like shit because you're like mate there's just no need to peep to treat people like that i just don't understand it it's a very very difficult thing for me to try and get my head around because i suppose i don't i, I think life is better when you go through it as a journey with fun people because you don't know what the fuck is going on in the background you don't know what's happening let's have as much fun with all of us as we can keep it as positive as we can and but i understand there's got to be negativity i'm not naive i'm i'm not fucking i'm and i suppose i'm trying to be overly nice but there is loads of things going on in the background and i appreciate when i look at people and I talk to them and I go, you've got a lot more going on in the background than you, than you fucking, you know, than you're letting up. And I can tell that, a good judge of character, because I've been through, like I said, one of the, one of the most, I think it's, it's almost, and I'm, again, I'm not a spiritual person, so, but I, I will use this, um, I will use this, uh, this state um, and this, this, um, this wording to, to emphasize what I mean, but it's almost like a rebirth and it's, i'm not trying to be cheesy i'm really not and i'm not trying to be religious because i'm not religious um in any way shape or form so because I, I i think i would do a disjustice to say that i'm religious in some sort of way uh, i was christened and all that you know the good stuff and um I, I i don't take away religion from anybody i think whatever makes whatever makes your life happier um it is fucking commendable you do you just you know don't, don't chuck it onto me because i'm going to be a negative because i don't i'm a science man if you like so um and for me anyway you know it's kind of like you go through that you don't need these challenges we're all going through shit all the fucking time and i just don't understand how you can be that sort of negative but once you've been from the place where you've where i've been and i'm and i'm not saying look at me but when you've been to that place and not actually succeeded thankfully and not become a statistic thankfully it's almost like a rebirth because you don't honestly the 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 stuff that goes through your head is unexplainable because all of the stress is just fucking there it's fire it's anger it's rage it's emotion it's so and and i've been through there so i just want things to be happy and people can't understand that and like i said you know even from um you know from my from my my boss saying you know why do you mention your mental health because that's what's going on and i've told him as well i've openly said by the way this this happened so just be conscious if i'm a little bit off scale and this is the frustrating bit is i've told the close people that i work with that this has happened to me and 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 i've said to those people and, and i think more the leadership side i said you know about this 
so I've, I've told you this because I want you to understand that there'll be some times when I'm going to feel shit. And obviously, that's going to be the anniversary. Why? Because we always tie an anniversary with something, don't we? A year is a very important thing for all human beings. You know, a year from your birth, a year from your death, a year from your fucking christening, a year from your marriage. A real, you know, everything, all big milestones are marked in years. But that does come with a negativity that is marked with negative points as well. It can be a, a crippling separation. It can be a death. It can be um, a divorce. Maybe that wasn't happy, you know. And, and a lot of the times men do fucking get absolutely berated on divorces. They look at that as a negative point. That's going to keep coming around. I know that I had a very good friend of mine, actually, called Freaky. Um... Not because he was fucking freaking on here. His name was um, Freestone. <laughs> and obviously we were in the military, so everybody has a nickname in the military. Uh, I think mine was Twat or Nobed Wanker. I'm not really sure. But he was called Freaky because it was Freestone. So we used to call him Freaky Freestone. But he got fucking absolutely... So his his partner... Um, and, and I'll say the story because yeah, I don't think he doesn't listen. So, um, But his partner basically um, had an affair. And um, because he was, he just wanted out because he was devastated from the affair. She took the house because the kids were living there and took half his pension, um, his military pension, as soon as he finished, and half of his gaturity. So she absolutely fucking tore him apart. And he just didn't, all he, he didn't want it to happen. He fucking fell, he was in love with her. But she got so much out of that that he had to buy, he had to get a house. He, he was paying her maintenance. And she and she got half of his gaturity and half his pension. So every day he was in the military doing off, doing his military stuff, she took half of that for doing nothing apart from taking a fucking dick. She took another dick. That's what she's done, and she's ruined this guy's life, okay? Yes, I know there's going to be other stories out there, I'm, and I'm not embellishing it too much, so people go, oh, fucking hell, well, there's women out there that... I do, I know, I get it, we all go through stuff. I'm using that as an example that... He's got fucking ruined from that. And he didn't want that to happen. But that was an anniversary. And I remember talking to him. And he was like, yeah, basically, it was a year ago today, mate. And you could see it in his face. And he was that was like four or five years after. So that, that is an anniversary. That is a milestone. But it can be a negative milestone. Like this one today is a negative milestone. And it's built up. And I've had to deal with it head on. Like fucking, literally, my daughter saying to me, you know, yeah, it's okay. You know, I, I try not to think about it. Well, it's really you know really hard <laughs> and i was like you're right it is fucking really hard and she's tagged it to an anniversary and i gotta get that out with her and these are all challenges that we face and i'm on people are like oh you need a break i don't I, I do need a break but what i need is more i don't it's not a break from life it's a bit of a break from just having to manage life having to manage getting up in the morning and going to work and being fucking 110 percent i have to pull something i have to pull the plugs on something and that's the maturity element the maturity element of mental health for me is knowing when to pull that plug and say, I, I can't do that anymore. I need to take a little bit of time away. So I'm just going to pull the plug on that that area there. So I pulled the plug on work and just shut the laptop down and gone, it is what it fucking is. I need to stop worrying about that for a week so I can concentrate on being there as a father this week and a husband, um, you know, and look after my dogs and fucking everything, you know. It's, it's the energy side of things. 
and you, you you can see everybody's in that mood in the place it's a bit fractious i'm kicking off about fucking you know like bowls with a little bit of tomato soup tomato sauce being left in it this morning my missus goes like don't stress the little things and i'm like the fucking little things are what annoy me she's fucking and and i'm like i'm not angry at her i'm angry at the situation that we're all in this place and as a family we're going through it and we're like fucking hell and it's hard fucking work i'm not gonna lie it's fucking hard work but I suppose the, the awareness factor is for me and, the, and like I say, the processing bit now where I love doing this um, and I acknowledge, you know, and that's why you can tie that into so many things in your life. You know, if somebody says they want to see you, is that because they want to see you? They need someone to talk to or, you know, are they doing something because they need something to focus on? Why are they doing that? This is a bit unusual. You know, all these sort of th- all these sort of questions in your friendship groups are the types of things that questions I ask. Have I heard from somebody for a while? Like today I was sitting there today and I was like, fuck, I haven't heard from Mark for ages. I need to message him. And I was like, I haven't spoke to Tag. I haven't spoke. And then I was running through things. And that was because I was like, actually, I'm in a bit of a shit place. I need to just reach out to them. So and, and again, do they put masks on? I don't know. And this is the problem with men. We don't talk. I, I've got friends, but we don't intimately talk. And, and you know, here I am. I have the beauty of having this ability to talk into a mic like a crazy motherfucker. Um, you know, so for me, it helps because it helps me process. And even when I'm talking to you, sometimes I lose my train of thought because I'm thinking about like there'll be a snippet and I'll go, oh, OK. And that's why I de- divert sometimes. Um, because for me that's kind of like I'm thinking subconsciously about how I'm going to manage what has just come up in my head so I go okay and so I'm talking to you and then in the back of my head um, I'm going like right I need to you know go and do this and this and this and I need to make sure that I say goodnight to her I need to make sure that I tell her I love her I need to make sure that she feels comfortable tonight and if she needs me I'm there put the flowers in her room chocolate and a a cheeky cider just to you know hopefully help her settle a little bit and i don't mean that from a you need alcohol to settle but you know it's just a relaxant isn't it um alcohol in a moderation is a relaxant at the end of the day uh, yes it's toxic moan all you fucking want in moderation it's okay i'm not so i just said you know here you go have this just relax have some nice chocolate get the endorphins going through the chocolate and, th- and that's what i was thinking about she, when she asked that question, I was like, shit, man, fuck, I don't know how to answer this. I was like, yeah, darling, well, you know, um, I'm here if you need me. And then, then it was, I was in the car and I was like, right, I need to, chocolate, brings up endorphins, alcohol, a little bit of a relaxant, it'd be a nice cider, so it'd be a 4%, nothing nice, bit fruity, get a little bit of sweet going in her mouth, you know, sort of thing, and some flowers to make her feel loved and tell her I love her. Boom, that's it, that's that's the, that's the where I go. And But that's hard to think about that when you're at the same time thinking i've got a missus who looks absolutely fucking exhausted you know i've got two other children that that need the love because you know they're fucking just as needy as i am and you know and then you're you're also thinking i'm I'm already thinking christ i'm on fucking work in like five days i shouldn't be thinking that i should be completely shut down so i'm I, i need to reset and I need to get some stuff on my off my head, so I need to pull the plug again. So I'm like, which plug do I pull? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. So it, it can be, but that's the judgment of that's that's being it's the importance of understanding people, I think. Um, and like I said, and understanding, the, the, like the title says there, you know, the pain can be real, and it, it really can. The pain can be real, and, and 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 that's the truth of it. And I'm not saying my pain is any is any bigger than anyone else. It's, it's what is painful for you. 
That could be absolutely anything. That could be an anniversary of a death. That could be, um, you know, feeling unwell. It could be anything. Whatever your pain will be, it's your, it's your level of pain and how you deal with it. It, and my pain is no more of a pain than yours because we all have different tolerances tolerances to t to how we deal with things and pain some people completely shut it out some people talk about it um am i an oversharer i don't think i am actually i know i've probably been perceived as an oversharer sometimes but i don't i just think it's it's it's, it's life stuff if it's like i've always had the opinion that i want to work with people that i like because i'm spending eight hours a day with you so if you're an absolute fucking bellend or a fucking knobhead, that's just going to make me stressed out because I don't want to. And, and I'm saying like, and, I, and I'm saying that I'm not saying that, you know, my opinion counts. But what I mean is if I don't gel with you and we're completely friction and there's loads of friction, I'm just going to move away. I've got to do that. But if I'm in in an environment where, and I've been in some toxic environments, you know, in, in a bloody government organisation sometimes, you know, and you kind of fucking like get a bit angry with it. But, you know, you kind of go, I've been around people that are just complete fucking idiots. You know, why? Like, literally, I have to spend more time with you than I do with my family. So why are you making this difficult? I don't understand this, mate. We have to work together. I, I'm, I, I will have probably develop more of a relationship with fucking you than I will with my family because my family, I see them exhausted because we're at work. So the, the reality is that's not the case, you know. But what I'm saying is you do, once you work with somebody for a long period of time, you, you do develop a good friendship, a really good friendship, especially if, you, if they're good people. So I think when you go and you meet these people, like, fucking hell, mate, why are you being a bellend? There's just fucking no need, mate. You want to know what I've got going on behind the fucking doors, mate. And maybe, and then and then I always play a devil's advocate here to myself. I go, well, maybe he's got something going on behind the doors. But then you need to fucking talk to me, buddy. <laughs> so it's a roundabout thing. And it always comes back to communication, doesn't it? Always comes to, to what works for you. This works for me. This makes me feel okay. This makes me feel like I'm doing okay. This makes me feel like I'm processing it. I feel already the way that I calmed down earlier on. Yes, I know there's that fucking rage. My fists are going again because I just get there. And it's a fucking click and her fingers and I'm there. Um, you know, and that rage is there. But I have to be mature about this. You've got to be mature about how you manage yourself. And like I said to you um, in, a, in, a, in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, I said, um, you know, today's pain is tomorrow's power. Okay, and that podcast is 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 a beautiful little synergy between the two in terms of um, trying to make sure that I use this pain that I'm in now to drive me forward to be a better father, to be a better husband, to be a better friend, to be a better brother, to be a better son. You know, whatever it may be, just be use that fucking pain that I'm feeling today to make a fucking. And that's what I'm doing. I'm using that pa that pain I'm feeling today. It's like. And, and when you analyse that in a good way, I used the pain I felt with working alongside shit colleagues to drive me to be better, to get promoted and move on. And that's what I did. I was like, I ain't staying around you, fucking knobhead, I'm off. And, you know, it's almost like that's the pain, that's the beauty. I don't sit and endure it. I go, this pain I'm feeling, I'm going home now stressed because of you and the way that you make me feel. And your incompetence to me, as it, yes, it's it's how, maybe it's how I perceive it, and someone might think you're great. That's fine, but it's affecting me, so I'm going to move on. And and that's I was always scared to move on. I really was because I've always been I've always been taught long term employment is loyalty. 
It's not. It's completely fucking bullshit. The longer you're there, the more you get screwed over. And that's what I've done. So, But then when I left one of my, my last job and I moved in, I went, wow, the world is literally my oyster. I can move to any department. I can move to whatever job. I just spend a year upskilling myself and then, you know, build up a reputation and fucking move forward. And that's the beauty of understanding. That's maturity. That's the level of maturity I've got to because I'm like, you need to feel valued. If I'm getting stressed by that situation, move the fuck on. And that's what everybody needs to do that in life because, I mean, they say you shouldn't stay in a job for more than two years anyway because you do get complacent. You do get, not not complacent, that's the wrong word. You do get uh, comfortable. That's the word I'm looking for. You get comfortable and you just sit there and you don't actually realise because you've stopped looking holistically, you've stopped stepping back and looking inward like you do in the first year or so, going, okay, this is okay, this is... But you actually get comfortable, you pull yourself back in, and then you just deal with the bullshit around you, and you're like, there's bullshit everywhere. And then what you do is you end up transferring that anger into talking about that bullshit outside of your work environment. So it becomes a negative again. And then you're like, fucking hell, mate, you're literally just get the fuck out of that toxic environment and move on, buddy. You've got one life, mate. You know, so anyway, it's it, it's a maturity factor. And I think that's where we try and evolve and where I've tried to come from and where I try to go forward is try, I try to make sure that I'm happy and the people around me that I love are happy. Um, and like I said, pulling that plug on certain things, like I have pulled on my plug on work and I've got to pull my plug on some other. I was going to do DIY. I've pulled the plug on the DIY because I'm like, right, I just need to make sure the house is clean tea's on the table for everybody and it's freshly cooked i need to make sure that i look after the girls and make sure they feel comfortable and just look after them for a week do the you know do the good stuff for a week that i don't normally get the time to do because i'm working and that's the importance of, of managing yourself and maturing developing you know not bettering yourself development and it's so important and i think if you can be a key driver in that for yourself you'll promote that around the people around you i've I've got drive i've got utter passion for drive i want to make change i want to be the person that is like looked up to and they go fucking that's the guy he's the guy if you want to fucking know something about whatever it is whatever i choose to be my final destination as they say i'll be like i want people to look at me and go that's the fucking guy i want to work with that guy that's the that's what i like to be i like to be the guy that people want to work with and that's the importance for me and I like to surround myself with those similar people, the people that people want to work with, you know, and, and I've been n- sort of nurturing that a little bit in the background of my own organisation, going like, you need to work with this guy, you need to work with this guy, you need to work with this this person here, this girl, whatever. And I've got, you know, and it's development because that's positivity. You're surrounding yourself in, with positivity and trust in your workplace. I do that at home now. I pull the plug when required to go and concentrate on on my home life it was when i the the reason i got stressed is because i didn't know when to pull that plug because if i pulled the plug too soon and i was sat dwelling on it i would have had a longer build-up to this week and i didn't want that so i've had to endure the stress and and ultimately unfortunately that led to me chucking fucking teddies firmly out the cot spitting my dummy out and fucking telling people that i wasn't fucking happy um and there was obviously an element of emotion behind that because of what the driving factor was was forged in my fucking mind for going forward this week. And I'm like, God, it's exhausting talking about it. I'm exhausted. Anyway, I think I've dribbled on enough, actually, but this has helped me. 
I hope it's helped. This is more of an awareness podcast, I think, actually. Just to show never judge a book by the cover. Never see what's going on. You can't physically see all the time what's going on in the background. I know for a fact that my family members don't even know how I felt. My close friends don't even know probably how, how I felt this week. They've probably not put two and two together because why do they need to put two and two together? It's not a, an event that is marked in their calendar. It's, a, it's, a, it's in my family. So, you know, there's a lot going on. But that's the problem when we bang our mask on and we trundle through fucking life people don't know the real story of why you're a bit stressed you know or why you're a bit tired down low fucking drinking overeating whatever you may be doing there's gonna be something there that we need to deal with and i've had to deal with it by pulling the plug and fucking just you know letting myself settle to build myself back up and and today was the start of that and i didn't i was i don't know i suppose as a dad i was kind of hoping it would just wouldn't fucking come up and i was like Hopefully it won't, nothing will get mentioned and everybody's a bit tickety-boo. <laughs> I just kind of was, I was the ostrich. I buried my head firmly in the sand. I was like, fucking have a bit of that boy. Get your head in the sand, mate. Nope, I'd pull that fucker out, mate. And popped an ostrich egg out uh, of my bum hole. Massive fucking thing. Split it in ten. So, um, shit myself, basically. Um, but I dealt with it, I think, as best as I can. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't, you just, it's life, isn't it? You know, you kind of have to take the rough with the smooth um you know so yeah there's stuff going on i'm trying to be happy i'm trying to be positive and and i suppose that that's the element like i said i've told my daughter the two things that she will always feel she'll always be protected from now on i'm not saying i didn't protect her before but i just didn't know there was that many fucking monsters out there and um you know the naivety i suppose you think you you're doing a good job raising but you're like fucking hell i didn't i didn't expect that bad boy with his cat there's fucking cameras everywhere mate you know how do you, do, you know this this is 2023 surely there's a bit of awareness but clearly not um i don't know it's it, it's it, being a being a dad being a parent is a fucking it's a minefield as it is um you know it's fucking craziness so um Oh, not my computer. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm trying to deal with it as best I can, I suppose. You just try and, you know, pick yourself up, focus on certain things to keep you mentally, um, like I say, this is the awareness, keep yourself mentally strong. Find a way, I think, of communicating because that's the important bit. The bit that helps me is the bit of raising awareness for you that um, it's important. I suppose the positive out of this for me to excel to you is to um, is to let you know that by talking it does help. Um some people will see, perceive it as, you know, fucking, um, oh, God, he's fucking airing his dirty laundry or, uh, you know, God, he's, a, you know, he's fucking, he's a bit fucking, you know, over, um, overactive in his brain and mouth, <laughs> whatever you say. But that's the reality of life, and I suppose whatever works for you helps, and hopefully it will nurture people to go, you know, rather than get into this ball of anger like I was there, um, you you slowly the more you do it like i said i think 18 months two years ago i would have fucking reacted completely different I, I probably would be locked up i'd have thrown my career away um and i will caveat that 100 percent that i don't mind throwing my career away for my for the safety and protection of my daughter um but at the same time the maturity element now and this is the bit that i'm supposed um if i'd have reacted like that i couldn't be there for her when she really needs me now and you know be um, um, you know i can't i've given her stuff to look forward to like a you know theory test we're getting a drive in uh, she's going up this weekend to do some a uh, first driving lesson with um my partner's best friend uh, one of my best friends um so she's a driving instructor so there's i just you've just got to instill positivity because 
you know, although there's stuff going on in the background with regards to that, that is just going to be a redemption part. So that's just going to be a celebration that this is fucking finally, hopefully the guy gets, you know, completely and utterly his life ruined in some way. And he goes onto some fucking register and can never travel again. Um, that's my hope, you know, um, so you know and and then meanwhile we build her up in, and it's like you do that across all of things that's all you can do is just go into work do the best you can go home be the best you know father husband son brother whatever you you can be be the best you can um but the rally is you know sometimes we do make mistakes sometimes we do get it wrong um but i think the maturity element like i said two years ago i would be fucking locked up chucked it all away and um I'd have been on the news probably for being a fucking 41-year-old fucking man beating shit out of a fucking 15-year-old lad. And so where's the, where is the, where's the win in that? There's no win for anybody. Um, I don't need to get involved. He'll get served his justice. His just desserts will be coming in the form of, uh, you know, the, the Crown Court punishment, hopefully. Um, and I, I suppose I'm being frank about this because I need to talk about it. Um, because as a dad, it's quite a painful topic. Um, but yeah, if I can, yeah, we manage it, we get by um, and we do what we can. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. Hopefully it's just raised, like I say, hopefully this has just raised a little bit of awareness, I suppose. Uh, just to be aware of your surroundings, your friendships, your your, your loved ones. Um, you know, and try and support as much as you can. Um, ultimately as well, if you've ever gone through something traumatic or anything like that, make sure you get the help. Make sure you find that platform to talk, someone to talk to. Um, you know, I think it's really important if you if you present that vibe as well i know that because i present that vibe that i'm willing to listen and i'm willing to talk openly i'm an open book you know um i think that hopefully that and it has seemed to have of late you know people seem to want to talk to me and i'm like yeah i can offer a bit of advice for that oh fuck yeah that's a bit of a killer and uh, you know so yeah i think it helps it nurtures a better environment a better a better human race uh, you know better human race i think anyway so i'm gonna finish there thank you for listening to me i hope you're okay um i have actually got a funny podcast coming up and i probably i was gonna do it after this but i'm not gonna wait till tomorrow because i'm a bit exhausted from talking but uh, just a bit of a fun one and it, it spurred on from being in a good mood um excuse me after talking to my brother facetime my brother and uh he inadvertently um and unknowingly cheered me up so uh it was really important to, I, again that's the network of um talking i haven't mentioned it to him but we had a really good conversation at dinner time where we both vented about being dads and the fucking frustrations of being a dad but it was just nice just to talk you know just to talk about a different subject and almost make it feel like life was normal don't worry about it life is normal you're doing what you can and, and yeah and so it was nice it inadvertently and indirectly supported me made me feel good um so yeah that's the importance of having friendships brothers from you know brothers from the same mother or another mother whichever one it will be for you um thanks for listening take care of yourself and i'll speak to you soon love you <laughs>